And welcome back, everybody, to another short conversation about Biblical Hebrew. Good afternoon and Shabbat Shalom. Yeah, right. Here's almost Shabbat already in Israel. And, well, it's also an interesting question, right? The relativity of the Shabbat. Yes. Is there just one Shabbat? Are there different Shabbats for every time zone? <laughs> Another question. <laughs> Eterning Shabbat. Yeah, exactly. Eternal Shabbat. Yeah, perhaps, so. perhaps. We could yeah. do um, 24 hours um, for each time zone, for each mm -hmm. hour of the day. All right. So today you prepared another little presentation for us entitled Biblical Hebrew for Beginners. What's in a name? The hidden meanings. The, oh, we have a spelling mistake here. It's supposed to be the, the hidden meanings of the 12 tribes. Part one. So part of this, why you wanted to talk about this today is um, to help people relate a bit better to the names um, of various figures that appear in the Bible, right? Because there's always this question, like, there's this person called Moses, or we have another person called Jacob. And you ask yourself, why are they called like this? And the answer, usually in school or in church or something, is like, well, that's just because those are their names. Don't ask me yeah. stupid questions like this, right? Yes. But it turns out that actually the names of these characters tell a story by themselves, Yes. Which is perhaps something that is not that easy for us to understand as, as modern human beings. Maybe we have this like a bit romanticized notions of perhaps Native American names, right? That have a name like, I don't know, a leaf that fell on the oak tree or something. Um, that's, that's one way maybe we can relate to it that a story of a person actually tells, uh, the name of a story, name of a person tells a story. Another thing is perhaps that... Also, not that, cust not that customary in the West, but um, that we give to newborn children the names of grandparents, for example. Yes. Right? So, there is, there is something that it tell, by, by giving a person a name of the grandfather, we say, we tell a story, we give a bit of a context. Yes. Still, though, in the Bible, it's, it's a bit different than this. I'm just trying to move a bit in the direction it's not really quite accurate because it turns out... Um, that these figures each stand for, for certain qualities. <laughs> It's true. Right? It is this, true. Is, this is not our idea, by the way. This is mm -hmm. uh, something that uh, you can find in the sources, in the Midrashim mm -hmm. and, and other um, texts. And yes. in, so in order to understand any of the Bible stories, basically, and to make sense of them in a, in a, in a more fruitful way, it's really important that we look at the names. It's true. So today you wanted to talk a bit about the names of the 12 tribes. Mm -hmm. And I would like to open with a commentary of the book of Zohar, how the book of Zohar, this is like, a, I would not say mystic, but it's like a hidden code book, which open the, the five book, books of Moses, the Torah, and look into the whole category of the five books of Moses in a one-person perspective. Maybe it's good if we, we first make this uh, opening and say there are two ways, major ways, there are many ways to look at the Bible. But from human perspective, we can look at the Bible 
like in an external way, like stories that happen to other people than us in different time zones. And then we look at the biblical or the Bible stories as an external ones. Or there is a much more interesting way to look at the Bible, like one person life perspective, meaning if I put my life away, my own perspective now here, 2019, my life, my name, who am I? And I look into those figures in the Bible and I try to look through their eyes, through their aspect. And each time I can enter to the shoe of another person. Mm -hmm. So... in Shakespeare times, when he wrote his play, men used to also dress as women and play parts of women. This is an external right. play. But internal play will be that, regardless of biological, you would try to go to the mindset of a person to see his perspective related to the other figures in the story. Mm-hmm. And then it, in, this, in this aspect, the Bible... The biblical story gets much more interesting because once I can locate myself as heaven or I can be few generations later um, Jacob and have 12 sons, which is a very complex picture to imagine and to see reality from their eyes, like in those games. Like a sort of virtual reality, you mean? Yes. Okay. So... And the book of Zohar, the book of Zohar says very one interesting sentence to understand the whole Bible as a one core text. It says that all the Torah, Torah is the five books of Moses. And I will translate it to English. All the names that are mentioned in the Torah, in the book, are the names of Kadosh Baruch Hu, the blessed, mighty, meaning Every name does not stand on its own, but is an expression of a higher name. So this is why we cannot delete any letter, because we think, oh, this person is not really, he didn't do anything, he didn't donate anything to the story, so he's not really interesting character, so let's delete his name. (laughs) This is why it's forbidden to... Delete, not a name, not a letter, not a comma, not a dot. Forbidden again, perhaps not in a moralistic sense. Not forbidden, but not in, like we say, don't do it. It's just impossible because once it it is impossible to delete the impression of the creator on the creation. This is what it means. It's like you would rip out some molecule out of some uh, yeah. basic structure. <laughs> like from element. water, you take the, yeah. you know, the H or the O, and then it's, it's, it's not water anymore. So right. if you rip it one of the... It falls apart. Yeah. yeah, it's just... So we have... This is very interesting um, crown to look at, uh, like perspective to look at, uh, at the Torah, at the books of Moses. And now we shall do the same. But we shall go step by step because we learn also Hebrew. So we'll make it slow, but also deep. So the first slide, or the first son that we shall go to see his name is Reuven. Yes, Reuven. This is the first son that was born 
to Jacob and Leah. But first, before we look into his name, we have to understand the context in which he was, his son was born. Because originally, Jacob wants to marry Rachel. He, he, want, he loved her. He wanted to marry her. He discussed with her father, Laban. In Hebrew, his name Lavan, white. The conditions the, of the marriage, he had to work seven years at his father-in-law to have the ability to, to marry Rachel. And this was the agreement. But at the night of the wedding, because usually the face of the bride are covered with a veil, because like to, to cover the grace, a woman considered to be a grace, so we cover it. Because everything which is hidden has a blessing. This is why we cover it. In all, I think most of the cultures, there is a veil on or something about on right, the top of the... Right, this is pretty the, universal. Yeah. Yes, uh, on the top of the bride. And since Laban, what did he do? He changed the daughters. Instead of giving Rachel to Jacob, as agreed seven years before, he put Leah and, and Leah was with, with a veil. So Jacob, innocent, didn't know. Right, the old bait and switch. <laughs> and there was the wedding in front of the people attending there. And in the morning, when he woke up, he saw next to him Leah. And um, he was amazed because he was thinking in, in the evening of the wedding that this is Rachel's beloved one. And in the, the, the night of the wed, he, he was with another person, um, unified. And from this night, since he was thinking about Rachel, his beloved one, but in fact he was with another person, from this thought, from this unification, Leah conceived with the first son. And this son was named Reuven. In Hebrew, Reu Ven. Look, there is a son. And now we shall move to the next slide to see. Literally to see. Yes, to see that Lirot, Lirot from Or, light, or light, Lirot to see, and Reu Ven. And let's hear the words of his mother Leah. Why did she choose to give him this particular name? I shall read the Hebrew. You can follow the transliteration in English and the translation below. Ki amra, this is the word, words of Leah, the mother of the child. Ki amra, ki ra'a, ki ra'a Hashem, why did she name her son Reuven? On the verb to see, God, or Hashem, basically Hashem, so that I am poor, Oni, my poverty. Why was she poor? She knew that her husband, Jacob, loved her sister, Rachel, and she felt poor. Because she was, in a way, she was put under 
the veil. And she saw that God saw how poor she was and wanted to comfort her. So she named her son upon the action of the Shem. Hashem Ra'a. The name, the higher one. He saw that I'm, that I'm poor. So on the behalf of the verb so, Ra'a, she named the power, the acting power in her son's name, Reuven. Does it make any sense to you? That's Or is pretty, it hard? That's pretty difficult to understand. I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, uh, of the, that we talked about this seal, right? The seal of yeah. the origin, the 26 last time, which mm -hmm. we um, see here again, the, what is generally not being pronounced in English, uh, in Hebrew. I just say Hashem in this case. Mm -hmm. um, not quite sure why why is she poor? Could you maybe simplify that a bit? We can sure we I can see that. that I can read the completely verse. Ki amra ki ra'a Hashem be'oni ki ata yehevani ishi, meaning she thought that her husband, her man, ishi will love her because she gave him a son. Because she, she comes with a proof. I can bear children. Right. Because she, she knew she was not the beloved. She knew she's not the beloved one. She was like a bargain under... Ah, the second option, right? Yeah, second, second best. best. <laughs> second best. So okay. she, she not really... Nobody really wants her. But since her father was crooked enough to shovel her under the, the veil, <laughs> so... Um, She, she felt poor. Right. Like, because what is poor, what is rich? It's not in terms of money. So in that, in that sense, uh, Reuben was like a consolation prize, so to speak. Yes. To make up for the, her sorrow. Yes. So, and that is literally imprinted in his name. So his whole, his whole to existence. compensation, right. yes. Yes. This is very interesting. Because so, yeah. we see the, how... The mothers, we shall see in the next names, the following names, how they name the children upon the acting power in the world, the ability to see. It's not... Could you explain The ability bit? to see in general. Okay. It's not personal. You mean physically with eyes or I'm not sure I'm getting this. Again, please. You mean to see with the eyes? The ability to, to see and explore in the inner, but not in external eyes. Because she says, right. the, the Lord says, her, her son's name is Reuven. Look, there's a son. She comes to the guests that were in the wedding one year after the wedding. To, Look, there is a son. I, right, I made it like, yeah, exactly. like a proof. But um, the, the verse in the Bible says, Ki, ki amra, because she said, meaning Hashem, the higher, the hidden one, he saw my pain. To the neighbor, she saw, oh, look, there's a son, I brought something here. I'm not, I'm not minus, I'm plus. Mm -hmm. But she named him upon her relation with the higher. She believed that there's, there's ability of the higher to see the pain of a person. And that's really something that goes, I think, through, I don't know if through all, but through, through most of these, these characters that appear in the Bible, right? That they seem to have an almost like, 
the burden of their existence is like printed onto their back, so to speak. Yes, they, they like, come with a load. They yes. come with a load already. From the moment they receive this name, mm -hmm. um, they are living under this sign, so to speak, in the world. And everything that they do and that they say has to be understood through that, again, perhaps a seal or um, within this frame. Yes, within the seal, it's right. Also, Kain in the book. Right, he literally has a seal. He right? has to, to carry this uh, kaniti, uh, like what his mother says, kaniti mm -hmm. ishetashem, I bought a man from God. Who he, he continues and to, to buy and to build and to... He's born to his name. This is I mean, the, the greatest person, <laughs> the greatest essence of a person is his name in this aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so just to repeat again, Ruben yes, please. from um, Lirot mm -hmm. to see. But who, who saw, who is able to see the best? Who is the best capability to see? The higher, the Lord, Hashem Ra'ah. Not Leah so, and not the neighbors who were attending the wedding, but mm -hmm. Hashem Ra'ah, the ability of the mighty to see. Because her poverty was recognized. Yes. She had a pain because she, she was not chosen. She, she was like, um, how do you say, changed under, like, like in a theft. Right. And we shall continue to the next name. And again, please feel free to ask questions if this yes, is going please, too fast for you. Please, n no hesitation at all. And now we shall move to the next son. And... The next son is Shimon. Shimon. From the verb Shema or Lishmoa, to listen. And now we shall see why Leah named her second son Shimon. Vatomer Kishama Hashem. And she said, for the Lord listen. Let's look into the verse and see what the Lord listened to what. So I shall read the complete verse yeah, from the Bible. Yeah, perhaps we need some context here to understand it. Yes, because there was not enough space in the slide, so I have to... I think to it's, it's it difficult enough uh, yeah. for beginners like us to just... And she said, because the, the Lord listened... Kisnu'a anochi, because I'm hated. Not just like in Ruven, I'm poor, that I'm, I was not the chosen one, but I'm hated. Right. So she this has, is a continuity of it's the a same. Deeper, it's a deeper, okay, poor is one thing, one, one distinction. The mm -hmm. second, I'm hated. Meaning I'm not the beloved one, I'm the hated one. It's not like like somebody's ignorance of I'm hated, not just not love, I'm hated. And God heard that I'm hated or listen, that I'm hated. And he also gave me this, not even a child, this. It's really poor. So we, we know that there are certain um, issues with those um, children, right? Yes, um, not yeah. Many children. We have to well. It's to speak the truth. It's right. time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Were, many children. Those the two that um, hmm. 
that burned down one of these cities? Shimon. Shimon was Shimon was um, involved of burning the city of Shechem. Later ah, but not on, not Reuben. Okay. No, Reuben is uh, is the angel one, but we shall see how he saved Joseph from okay. his brothers. Yeah, you're yeah. right. This is. So we shall continue. But general sentence um, about the truth: many children are, are being born to to this life under certain conditions. And we shall not expand. We can see here it's still marriage. It's still in a frame of agreement. But there are other uh, cases in which children are coming to the world in, in different... As um, part of a bargain or even a consequence uh, of enforcement. Of, yes. Unfortunately, yes. it's not always in the frame of love. It yes. can be. It's recommended to be. But mm -hmm. in a way, we see here also this, this sorrow, right? And uh, perhaps yeah. this harks back to this old uh, saying of um, by the sweat of your brow, you shall toil the earth um, mm -hmm. for men and uh, women shall give birth in pain. Mm -hmm. um, but perhaps not just physically, just, just obvious, mental, yes. but also we see here expressed in, in Leah's first two sons such, such a sorrow. It's like... Right, because she's not, she's not beloved. Yes, also the Bible describes her few um, chapters before as Rachel was good-looking and beautiful to look at. And Leah is described, and, and the, Leah had soft eyes. This is how the Bible describes her. And why she was having soft eyes, like her lashes were down all day. She was crying because she, she noted she was afraid to be married to Esav, to the hunter brother, twin brother of Jacob, and she cried for many years that she will not be married to him. So from crying, her lashes was down. So she's already in a minus uh, account from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So look how it this developed into this giving birth to those children, that, and we shall see how it develops later. Now we shall move to the third child, and this is interesting. The third child is Levi, and we shall see of which verb does it come from, because we notice the two children, their name upon the acting power of seeing, of seeing and, listening. and listening, and now we have the acting power of a company or to escort Lelavot. Mm -hmm. And why does Leah named her, named her, not, she did not name. Now we see an inter, a different take. I will read the, the verse. Vatomer ata hapaam yilave ishi elai. And she said, now this time my husband shall accompany me because I continue to translate because I gave birth to three of his sons and therefore and therefore he named his name Levi and here we see that she is not naming she just describing the happening now this time my husband shall accompany me because she when a woman has two children, she holds one in the right hand, like Reuven, and the left hand, Shimon. And when there's a third baby, who, who will hold the baby? Mm -hmm. Because her both arms are occupied. 
And this is why she said, now this time my husband shall accompany me because I gave him three sons. Now, now her husband has to hold the baby because she doesn't have occupied hands. So, but in this case, she, she wins her husband because now he ha- has to be with her because he holds the baby. It's interesting how this seems to be its own kind of story by just looking at the three sons, how you go from um, seeing to listening to accompanying Yes. It's its own sort of uh, narrative within the narrative. Yes. Because as we see, if you want to look at those three children already in our, like we, we made this opening already in us. So Uven is the ability to see. Shimon is the ability to hear. And sometimes we have a dispute in us whether to be to believe or to follow what my eyes tell me or what my ears tell me sometimes there's a conflict information that comes through the senses right there's also certain qualities to those senses right the eyes they can be closed for example mm-hmm. but the ears they can't be closed yes it's already like if you want to hear or not it's it's pretty hard to to close your ears you can try yes. but um right Yes. It's in a way a deeper sense of perception. Yes. So what to do in this case? Like, in a way, her situation, Leah, was I'm, I'm poor and now I'm hated, I see, and I'm now, um, I'm, I've got his listening to me. But now what to do with those two things? And then, But there is a, a third component, like you Use your heart. If you have sometimes that your senses are telling you opposite things, where to decide, the story tells us what to do. Right, because it's not literally, it's not a story about a family, right? This is very no. easy to, to fall into this trap all the time, to say it's kind of this, maybe a dramatic story, right? But it's this story about this little family and with their children, and sometimes they're happy and sometimes they're sad. It's yeah. like a bit like a biblical telenovela, right? Uh, yes, yes. But, But it's not. It's, it's really not. <laughs> no, no. So, so what you are what you are trying to say is, in a way, and um, it's a metaphorical exactly. story about a person with his inner relations to the inner. Because sometimes I hate what I see, or, or in how do you say, it's poor. Let's use her word, not hate, but I mix it. But sometimes we see things with the eyes, which makes us poor mm-hmm. and sometimes we hear or listen to things which makes us being hated so what to do you know it's it's um it's like then the next step is to connect to something yes right? to connect yes to, to connect friend, because to connect. There, there are two struggles element in in one person and what to do and then comes levy the accompany is she a lie but is she a lie is My husband or my man to me, it doesn't mean that a husband and wife, biological, male, female, but they say the ish, ish is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I mean ish is the, the divine, the divinity, to consult with the divinity if we have a dispute among ourselves, what to do, consult the divinity, it's in your heart, he is in your heart, so consult the heart. 
because also the heart has two rooms, but also he can, you can hear the, the strings of the heart. They will play the right music. Right. And this could be also to connect to something like uh, to connect to an idea mm -hmm. or to connect to a song or, or an artwork or something. Yes, that your heart feels peace with it. Right. This is it. It has, yes. Because Levi, though we write Levi with, with Vav, it sounds like Lev. Lev, heart. So this would be Lamed Bet, right? Lamed Bet. Yes, this is very important because the Levi is always the one who escorts. escorts. Also then later in the temple they have very important role, right? The tribe of uh, the Levi. Levi, yes, they used to, to play the instruments and to uh, prevent uh, disruption while doing the main thing. Also in Egypt, the tribe of Levis, when they were enslaved in Egypt, this was the only tribe who taught the, the Hebrew. Mm -hmm. the, the teacher tribe, the right? The teacher, the teachers. This Together is why, with the Kohanim, if I remember Yes, correctly. it's true. Yes, it's true. And this is why also they never inherit the land, because when Yoshua comes back to the land and he divides the land among the 12 tribes, Levi does not inherit the land because he is the spirit, he is the teacher. He, doesn't, he does not need to own a land. I'm not sure I'm mixing this up. Wasn't it also that the Kohanim were not allowed to be paid for their teaching? Or was it about a Levim? I'm not sure. I think I read It's the same like thing. Okay. They should not, they, because Kohanim, all the priests, they come from the Levi tribe. So, uh, ah, it's the same tribe you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So they have to do everything from the heart and to free love, free relation, free teaching. Unconditional love. Unconditional right? love, because they are like, in a way, represent God, divinity on earth. Which is something is pretty hard for us to connect to today because we look at religious institutions and there's so much corruption in it, right? Yes. So, but we, here we're dealing with some kind of um, an inner ideal, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. This is not an instruction manual necessarily on, on how to build a society or even a family for that matter. But it seems, it's fascinating how, how this the Bible um, manages to encode certain psychological insights which seem uh, pretty basic to us as humans in this storytelling, in this hidden kind of way. Yes, it's, it's, I think it's especially helpful of today because families are not as big. True, the and nuclear family we have nowadays, we move and away from the tribe. Yeah. Yes, and plus there's the importance on the individual life. So every person can see that The first son, Reuven, is not just a biological fruit of husband and wife, but the fruit of my seeing is called Reuven because I see. The fruit of my listening is Shimon. The fruit of consulting the heart, if I'm impressed from a music, from a song or from a poem. So the Levi in me, the Shimon, which is in me, they are all aspects of one person. This is interesting It's because in a stuff. because in a way a person you know when once people used to live in a very constructed until the 19th century or so big families and 
And yeah, sure, now, this was the replacement. There were no social systems or anything. The family yes, supplied but you now, with everything. Yes, yes. But now you, if a person can conceive and see in his heart or is in his uh, spirit of the mind or in the spiritual eyes that inside of him all the aspects, you know, this communication level takes another lift it's something else the, co the communal life looks a bit different i think it's interesting um i see here a question coming in right now yes please um somebody's asking uh, do you have a reference of pronunciation for the hebrew language a reference of pronunciation i'm not sure what he means perhaps he's uh, relating to the transliteration um, as far as i know there are certain systems of writing the out the uh, the sounds mm -hmm. of the the hebrew language in a certain way but we're not following uh, these systems strictly here in those yes. slideshows this is mm -hmm. a general way to just give you a sense of of what it sounds like this is just a jumping board to exactly. a discussion to I would say to an inner person. But you can uh, look this up on Wikipedia. Um, you can find um, systems of Hebrew transliteration for anyone who's interested. Yes. Thank you for the question. All right. So we Now go from Levi. To the interesting son, which name is Yehuda. And we know as Judah and see what happened. Why does he get his name from? Is from the verb lehodot to thank and we here see in the slide a handshake like thank you and Leah continue continues to give birth now she has a fourth son and she says after the labor vatomer hapa'am and she said this time ode et hashem i shall thank the lord so there's a Alken. shift in tide suddenly, yes. Well, please. There's a there's a shift here in the in the in the attitude. Okay. Mo Yehuda. This is why she named him Yehuda. And then the Bible adds another sentence, Vataamod Miledet. And then she stopped giving birth. Like this is very interesting. Wait, this was her last son? No, she stopped. No, it's not her last, but she stopped. And the Bible says something interesting. Once a person um, not admit, but uh, thanks, there's a stop in the process. Mm -hmm, that's interesting. This is very interesting. Also, the, the fact that if we want to look, I will move to back to, to see the slide back. His name, look at the letters, like another one. Yeah. His name yeah. is Yehuda. If we want to look, Really inside, we can see the tetra, the name of the Lord in his name. Right, there's just an extra dalet here, right? Extra dalet. Mm -hmm. And this is very interesting because if to open this conversation, there is a term called Jewish. Right, uh, the Jewish people are named after this Yehuda. character, right? Yeah, but Yehuda is only... One tribe out of twelve, right? Twelve sons of Jacob. So, when we think next time of the Jews, and it's only one tribe, this is not all Israel, and definitely not all the Hebrews. 
Right, there's a big so, difference is what you're saying between yes. the Hebrew people and the Jewish people, so to speak. Although nowadays it kind of gets all mixed together. But strictly speaking, if we're saying Jewish and referring to Judah, that's only like one-twelfth of the whole thing, right? Yes. Still, yes. it's a very important one, as you just pointed out, um, because we see here a, suddenly a, a shift. And it, it literally has the, the seal imprinted. He has the seal yes. imprinted in his name. So... It's yes, a pretty important like, one. Yes, like we saw uh, last conversation, the seal in 26, and now we see the seal after four sons, like four generations. If you want to look at the four sons that we speak about, the Haggadah al-Pesach, the story of going out of Egypt. Right. So the four sons are those, or the four letters of the name. This is very interesting. We see the seal. And then when she... she 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 sings when she named him Yehuda, and then she everything stops. Like there is a seal, and there's a silent now. It's like in a point of recognition, so to speak, right? Yes. But This just to make sure, you said you said she stopped giving birth, but it was not her last son. Um, yeah. Makes me wonder how. how uh, does that yeah, work? yeah, yeah. Because she gave birth one after the other, like a train, like tick, 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 tick. four sons, one after the other. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Tic Tac. One goes out, one goes in, like like a train. And then after she thanked the Lord, she stopped giving birth. And now we see, we see, we see a shift in the story. Because... Her, um, how do you call it, handmaiden takes over, right? Yeah, but, but before her hand, uh, handmaid takes over, her sister takes over, and we shall see, not takes over, but we shall see what is happening in the... Next one. Let us move. Yistu lehudot. Vatomer hapam ode et Hashem. This time, because she, it's a four, four sons. Like she noticed there's something here, consistency. So mm -hmm. she said, thank you. And now we move to the, to the next son. But first let me move a chapter in Genesis because now we move To the chapter 30 we were with the four sons in chapter 29 now we move to chapter 30 and I will give like two sentences of the first chapter just to give us a frame of thinking and Rachel saw she did not give birth to Jacob and Rachel envied in her sister And she said to Jacob, Give me sons, and if none, I shall be dead. You know, it's dynamic. Because Rachel do not have children at the moment. And, and Leah... So she is literally jealous of her sister, right? Yeah, uh, yes. Lekane, again, also remember, Kain, Lekane. Kain, Lekane, and Liknot, and to buy. Yes, very, very interesting, because... Leah possesses now, she, it's from her. She possesses, she's the mother of four sons. It's not a little thing. Right, and her sister is still Without. empty. Without, empty. Right, so to speak. And Jacob was angry at Rachel. And he says, Am I a replacement of God? That prevents from you the fruit? 
Meaning, am I causing you this infertility? Because in a way, he, did, he doesn't say it in the verse. The Bible does not speak. But he, in a way, he says, I have proof because your sister... It's not my he, fault, right? It's, it's not my, because we have four children already. So I, I'm, not preve- <laughs> I'm not the one who prevents from you this because we have proof in the field. It's not written here, but it's a subcontext if you want to look at it. Right. Vatomer, and she said, Hine Amati, here is my maid, Bilha, come to her, and she will give birth on my knees, and I shall be built from her. And then she gives her maid, Bilha, to her husband. Can I interrupt you there for a second? Yes, yes. I feel that something, especially um, nowadays, that's a topic that's It's really hard for us to, to get our heads wrapped mm-hmm. around. And perhaps you can explain this more in an inner sense. What does that mean that those women, they mm-hmm. have like these literally slaves or maids mm-hmm. that give birth for them in, in place of them? I mean, mm-hmm. in those times of feminism and equal rights and everything, this is just, mm-hmm. uh, it's incomprehensible and shocking and terrifying and insulting and offensive mm-hmm. to to modern human beings, right? So how, how can you explain this? What is the role that sometimes they give birth themselves, perhaps in a metaphorical way, and sometimes the maid gives birth? Is there any difference? Uh, um the ability to give birth uh, is like any animal aspect. The, the ability to give birth, also animals give birth. Sure. I mean, they, they give so we hear in the in the Bible about women who give birth themselves, like Eve, and we hear about women that in the beginning at least they are not giving birth for a reason. But what was your question? The question I is I know um, I don't quite understand how, how can we frame how can we even understand such a thing because it seems If we take this literally such a story, it's just it looks like a very backwards uh, kind of way of, of operating a family, right? Mm-hmm. If uh, some children, they come from the wife and then the other children, they come like from some slave that is from extension on the side, Hebrew, so to speak. Yeah, how can we understand that? Perhaps you can decode this a bit through the Hebrew. What, what are they actually trying to say here? Um, if we really want to go into it, this is what the Zohar does. The Zohar says that Bilha, and now Bilha is considered to be a maid. In English, the word maid catches. But in Hebrew, the word Ama. It's Ama, like Ima, right? Like mother. Like Ima. Almost like, yeah. almost like Ima, because Ama is Aleph Mem Hey. And Ima is Aleph, Mem, Aleph. Ima mm-hmm. is very higher because Aleph, the first letter, equals one, Mem, 14 time, and then again is returned to unity. But Ama, which is made and ends with the letter He, is always the five, this world. So the Ama gives life in this world to a living, to a living baby. Also, Amma is an extension. 
Ama is also part of the arm, which is from the elbow. Right, this old unit of measurement. Yeah. Finger, the mm-hmm. highest finger in the hand. So Ama is a measure, but I sent you, she sent her maid or her Amata, meaning her extension. Because like a king who has a scepter, the king does not use his hand. No, it's... He uses a scepter to point things. Right, he has representatives also for all the different yes, jobs. He doesn't yes, do yes, things de- himself. Yes, delegates, he right. doesn't do anything. He's just the one who thinks silently, barely speaks. So um, the, the maid, Amma, is extension of her on earth. Okay. Okay, this is one thing. The, the second thing is, the, the Book of Zohar speak about that the letter of the name Bilha, Bilha is, has two Hays. Maybe we can write it here in the box. I'll try to write it here in the box that Bilha has two Hays in her name, double Hay. Hay always represents this world, the ability to act and to be fruitful in, in this world. Okay, five, half of ten. Ten is considered a complete number, yes, right? Yes, like, and the Book of Zohar says that Bilha also has the letters of Hevel. So she has the inner, in Hevel was assassinated by Cain, yes? Mm-hmm. So in through her name, she has the ability to bring inner into this life. Right, she has no will of her own, so to speak. She's just like an, a vessel, right? Yes, yes. And and one haze for her, and she acts like Hevel, but in this life. And the, the other hay later, we shall see, she borrows it to Rachel. And then Rachel can conceive with this letter later. Right, that's part of the story. I think you, you gave some interesting context to this. Obviously, all of this is... Uh, not that easy to explain and there's a lot of uh, things that that relate to this but I think you've uh, you made some very interesting points that at least helped me to understand this a bit better what is this idea of a maid so it's a kind of an extension of of oneself yes and not necessarily again in a, in a literal way no no a helper an assistant an extension but that um, has the ability to operate in the short frequency of this life. It might be perhaps even an idea in our life, right? Or a certain emotion that sometimes we, we operate as an extension yes. of ourselves. Yes. Yes, we don't feel sometimes how a person can see a maid in himself. Sometimes a person has for a certain time has to operate in a certain sequence. Right. Like he, he's not fully himself, but he's like an extension for himself that has to send himself to work something in this life that will fit this time and this place. So it's not himself. It's not our full expression. So we narrow ourselves to fit a certain niche that fits the time and the place. Does it make any sense? I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so we shall continue a bit with Rachel and what happens after this conversation. 
ותהר בלהה, meaning בלהה has conceived, ותלד ליעקב בן, and she gave birth to Joseph, Joseph, sorry, to Jacob, she gave birth, she gave birth to a son to Jacob, I mean, she gave birth, it was a son, and it was Jacob's son. We have to move here, okay. And Rachel said, Vatomer Achel Danani Elohim. And Rachel said, God judged me. And she named him Vatomer Achel Danani Elohim, and God judged me, Vigam Shama Bekuli, and also listened to my voice, Vaiten Liben, and he gave me a son, Alken Karashmo Dan. This is why she named him. Done. This like is from judgment from, from judgment. Judge. She she notices that but here, unlike her sister Leah, Leah was always with relations with Hashem, the infinite the infinite power in our life. Rachel function in, in a much lower frequency because at the, at the moment, and we said before, the, the Amma, the maid, is extension of us in a short frequency. Elohim. Elohim, not Hashem. You see? Right, right. Um, the relation? In the beginning, Leah was um, saying Hashem, right? So we Hashem, had a, a all the time, yeah. Hashem. Mm -hmm. Hashem, the infinite, the infinite component of life. But Rachel is operating on a short frequency. This is why she says Elohim. The meaning the revealed yeah. what please? The multiplicity or the revealed aspect. The revealed aspect, yes. The nani meaning judge me. Dan Oti the nani. He judged me. He meaning he saw there is when do we look for justice? When we feel there is injustice. Obviously. So if she felt there was an injustice, why does her sister deliver four and she has nothing? And also she has an argument with her husband, which is tell her, okay, I did not prevent from you because I give the, the fact that you don't receive. You look at the other mm -hmm. side, there are four children on the scale, so what do you want? So it's this, this jealousy that then uh, goes into this mode of just, um, not justice, but uh, judgment. Yes, because they want to have it fair. Right. The, what does the, it's very interesting because why does the envy wants to have also? Once we were taught not to say, it's very interesting, we were, we were taught not to say envy, but to say, I also want. Mm-hmm. Not because to it's not considered to be good behavior, right? To say yes, I also, I also want yeah. ice cream. Not to, yeah. I, I'm envying I'm, I'm that jealous he holds. Yes, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> something like this. So it's like you can ask why a person getting is getting jealous in the first place, right? Why can't you just be happy for somebody? Oh, he has an ice cream. I'm happy for him. But you see the word jealous even in English. G L. The revealed gal jealous. There is there is a revelation of something, which we did not know if we would not see. If we would not see a child with an ice cream, we would not want it. So jealous, 
even in English, there is, it's still that the language carries it beautifully, I feel. So, so we then have this Dan here. Yes, Dan, on the judge. name of judgment, mm -hmm. yes. Vatahar od, vateled bilha, let's move, yes. Vatahar od, vateled bilha, shifchat rachel, and she conceived. Another time, and she gave birth. She was the maid of Rachel, a second son to Jacob. And then we shall move here to the next slide, a second. Vatomer Rachel, this is the, this child was named Naphtali. From the verb lehit patel to curve. That sounds strange. Why? Yes, Did he have yeah. a curved back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we shall see. Vatomer Rachel, and then we see what words she said, and this is why she named him Naphtali. Vatomer Rachel. Naftulei Elohim Niftalti. Now we translate literally word by word. And Rachel said, the curves of God I curved. This is Naftali, and she named him Naftali. I've seen that in, in other translation. It actually says um, something like wrestle or struggle, right? Yes. So I wonder why, why did you say curve here? Because the, the verb... Niftalti is like when we try to, yes, there is a verb, not verb, but noun in Hebrew, pitulim, pitulim. When we try to climb a high, high mountain with a car or on foot mm -hmm. or with any other vehicle, we never try to do it in one line. Right. This is possible. It's, it's, it's almost dangerous and impossible. So we m make curves in, in the mountains, like, okay. like back and forth, and slowly we rise, slowly, in a way that will not danger us, because a straight line is, might be a danger. So this, um, this verb that Rachel uses, niftal, she says, naftulei Elohim niftal, meaning, I have curve, I have... I have difficulties with the curves of the revealed, Naftulei Elohim, because Elohim is the revealed name. So in a short frequency, I have to curve all the time to make tricks. She had to bring her maid as a trick to bring short ah, okay. frequency children to this world. As a kind of a bypass, so to speak. Yes, she cannot give now. And she, she wants something to, 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 to set her mind that she will not get, I don't know, outside of herself too much to be far. When people are in depression, they do many, many hard things. So she had to curve because she, her sister has already four children and she has none. Maybe she cannot, she doesn't know now that she will have children, but she has to act like there's nothing else. There's no future. She is behaving like there's no future, short frequency. This, this is why she mentioned the name of Elohim, God, the revealed one. Ah, so it's a kind of manipulation. Yes, she manipulates, she, of course, she, of course. So this is very interesting how these two um women here so to speak these two characters 
express very different stories. Yes. Right. When people now they have like, I don't know, problems. I don't know how to difficulties to conceive. What do they do in our times? You go to the doctor usually. Go to the doctor, to the library, to the petri dish. You know, and there are ways like money. This is this is the way. To I want something now. Yeah, you will you will make it happen, right? If it and you make it, you go to this doctor. You take a plane, sure, or sure. people go to. Um, you go to another doctor until you get uh, results. Yeah, so people go to not foster mother. How you call it, surrogate mothers? Like in sure, sure. in other countries, you know and. Right, use all the tools and all the options to blend. I want the fruit right. now. Yeah, and exactly. people act on this. And, and this is what she said. I had to maneuver. And it's perhaps also not just in this case. Again, it's here about uh, fertility, so to speak. But if, mm -hmm. we, if we, again, broaden the aspect a bit out of this, just... The metaphorically speaking. Right. What does it mean that if we, if we want something and well, we're getting jealous and... We start to manipulate other people or situations because yes. we will not wait until it will come naturally or, or it, what until future ready will bring or, or, exactly. or what future brings. Who knows? Maybe it's not my destination, you know? Oh, people, they want here and now and they will do everything. But we have to also remember that. The way Rachel was, descri was described in the Bible is not just external looks of her. The Bible says she was Yefat Toar Vifat Mar'e. Yefat Toar Vifat Mar'e, good looking and beautiful. But if you take the first letter of each word that I say, Yefat Toar Vifat Mar'e, And you pick all those four letters right. from those four, four words, you get the, the, the word yatom, mean, meaning orphan. Orphan, right, yeah. Orphan. A person who does not have a belief that will escort him in his heart is an orphan. So she is uh, playing in this world like an orphan. There are a lot of orphans in the Bible, right? And it's also there we, we tend to look at this a bit sentimentally, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But the, what you describe um, based on the sources is something very, very different. Yes. It's a person in a way without, without relation to anything. Without point of reference. Right. Yes. Also, we won't always... This is why she describes abbreviation Yatom, orphan... Sometimes we want something to look beautiful in our life without the relation of this to the source. This is why we take an orphan object, like mm -hmm. um, Mr. Peterson describes. We look at the product like an orphan. It doesn't have any relation. I want this table, I'll buy it. I don't care from which wood. The, the table is made of which continent, if children 
labor were involved in this, how many uh, years the tree was growing in Australia or in Japan. And right, I want this thing and I want it now. Yes, Yefeto, this is what I, I, or I want this orphan without its surrounding. Right. I don't care who produces it, well, <laughs> how, how many rainforests, uh, how many years is spent in a, a rainforest in Brazil. Yes. So it's much deeper, but the Bible, in a way, gives us only a, how do you say, a power PowerPoint presentation in which we can really, if we want, we can really dive infinitely inside. Question, do we want to do it? Do we want to see those things even in yes, within in, us? Inside, right? inside of us, right. how Rachel manipulates to And get as fast we as... We all know this quality within us. We yes. all do it, so... yes. Because it's also, okay, you mentioned the example of the table, but uh, there might be even more complex things, right? More abstract things, perhaps, that a person wants to be famous or something. Yes, in and a short he, frequency. Right, how and you will do anything uh, to get to that goal, um, no matter what. Yes. And they want to be prime ministers right, or powerful. mayors. There are lots of, lots of things, not just material um possessions or material children in the in the aspects of this story there there can be lots of things um the person gets jealous of and then um activates a certain kind of manipulation upon the world upon himself without even asking is this the right thing to want is it the right thing that i even need right now is the right thing to do yes yeah. what does it involve what costs and who will have to pay the fee and for how long Right, I think you explained this nicely why you, um, I, I, in, a, in some way I prefer your translation actually here to what I've read um, in the official translation, so to speak. Thank you. Because it adds an, another layer, right? To struggle yes, and to wrestle, yes. okay, I, I get it. They try to um, translate a certain idea here. Yes. She literally tried to bend um, To bend reality, yeah, to, exactly. to make the fruit as much as uh, close and uh, um, fast as possible to, to her dish. So this was Naftali from Lehit Patel. Lehit Patel, yes. This is why we took the, the deer as a, as a symbol, because he can really jump and curve. And He's also the, the symbol of the tribe of Naftali, isn't yes, he? Yes, this is how Jacob blesses him. Naftali Ayalashlucha sent sent deer into the world because he can jump and curve and do many things. Also, this is the Israeli post symbol. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the short frequency of the deer. It's not the long one. The long one is really Naftali. Right, and of course, uh, bending a situation can also is not always bad. We put a bit of a spin on it, um, mm -hmm. but. Uh, It depends on what is the motivation, right? If, if the situation is crooked and you act crooked in order to turn it straight, it might be the right thing to do, right? Yes, so, this is what David says. David says, with Ikesh, how do you say, with the stubborn, you have to be stubborn. And uh, with the crooked, you have to be crooked. Sometimes we have to bend things to get them straight. She, she wants to, to be even with the sister that she has also something, the orphan. Right. Very interesting to remember that Rachel, what, what Rachel uh, aspect mirrors inside of ourselves. 
Very interesting. This is why also her, her life also is very short. Very, very short. It's just a, a hint for the future. Right. So uh, at this point, we've talked only about half of the sons of Jacob. There are obviously six more. Yes. So, and I still, I still hope that um, it was interesting for the listeners and that you, you got a bit of a sense of these different names and perhaps you, next time you open the text, you can recognize those names and perhaps see, see the root and how it relates uh, to, to these verbs that we've showed you. Perhaps will help you to, to think about these things in your own uh, creative way. Because... These lessons uh, are not really about giving some, some definite closing answers to things, but it's more like an invitation to, to start thinking about these things in a more open way and perhaps to revisit these old stories from a, from a new, fresh perspective. And to brush aside all this dust of history and archaeology and morals and religion and just to think fresh. Looking That's at the beautiful. <laughs> right? So... In that sense, I hope you enjoyed this little presentation and to be continued. So Shabbat Shalom, everybody. And have a nice weekend. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.